Thank you for listening to the Power Shift Mindset. We'll be discussing techniques, concepts, and strategies to help you achieve the success and happiness you're looking for. Hey guys, it's Coach Jay, and I have Shruti back with me. And this week we talked about going back to the basics, making sure we go back and work on the basic core and foundations to anything we do. Hi, it's Coach Jay from the Power Shift Mindset Podcast and Beam Motivation. I want to let you know that I'm going to be teaming up with the Grind Health Club on Watertown Avenue in Waterbury, Connecticut. You can contact Dwayne, the owner and head trainer, at 475-235-4699 to book a personal training session with me. Just ask for Coach Jay. Hey guys, Coach Jay. Just wanted to check in real quick and apologize for not having a short back and forth this past Friday. Uh, My son Brian and I were down in Richmond, Virginia competing in USA Archery's Outdoor Target Nationals as well as the US Open. Uh, If you check out my personal coaching page, Beam Motivation, on Instagram and on Facebook as well, you'll see some photos and uh, some descriptions of the tournament and from both a coaching perspective and a and a father's perspective uh, watching my son and how he handled his performance at 16 years old competing in the adult tournament uh, was the best feedback i i can get as like i said as both a coach and a parent so check out my be motivation uh, for some information on that tournament and if you look at the hashtag outdoor nationals you can see some of the olympians and the pro shooters and and how they did at the shoot all right hope you enjoy the show Hey guys, Coach Jay, and I have Shruti back with me this week, and today we're talking about going back to basics, the basic stuff and the foundation that we built for whatever we're doing. If you're a musician and you can play the complicated pieces, you have to still play your scales, or if you're that marathon runner, you still need to go out and just do the nice simple two or three mile runs every now and then. And I know a lot of times when we get better at whatever it is we're doing, we like to do the more complicated things and we forget that we need to take a step back and always keep that foundation strong. And Shruti, what do you think about that and how we need to always take a step back and make sure that foundation strong and not always do the complicated stuff? You know, it's interesting because I just watched this video on Instagram like two days ago. And this woman said, you know, rest is productive. She's like, how do you expect to be your best self? And play your next goal when you're not resting, when you're resting and you take that time for yourself, you actually feel better. And therefore, when you feel better, you're in a more grounded state. So for me, when I think about it, like I, the word playfulness comes to mind. It's like when we were kids, we just go out and play. We didn't really think about, oh my gosh, what does the future hold? Or what am I going to be successful? Am I going to fail? We're just playing and we're in this state of being and present so I think it has to do with yeah like you said going back to that one mile run or that two mile run or that three mile run that you started off with in the beginning and just going back to that place and and being grateful for it well you jumped right on the rest topic and I know I mention it all the time when when someone says oh you have a podcast that's the one I send everyone the importance of rest it's one of the ones that I 
I think is the most important. And we have a little chalkboard easel at the gym where I'm working and I'm training. And on one side, Dwayne, the, the head trainer there had a couple like bullet points, but on the back side, the one you see when you exit the building past couple of days, I've been changing the quotes. And this morning I actually changed it to the note or the rest is just as important as the note. And then below it, it says there's a difference between resting and skipping. So just be true to yourself with that. But and same kind of, we're on the same wavelength, which we've commented how we, we connect very well together. And you went right to the rest, which happens to be the quote that I put up there. And you have to have that, that strong core. I mean, you talk about, I mean, if you built a house on dirt, it's going to fall over eventually. The rain's going to soften the dirt. It's going to become mud. The house is going to collapse. But if you put that nice concrete foundation there, it should be able to withstand everything. And no matter what you do, like I said, the scales for music, the basic lifts for weightlifting, the, the shorter runs to build to a marathon, you always need to do those basics. I mean, if you don't know how to simply check someone's blood pressure, how could you ever do a, a, a bypass surgery? You need to start at the basic stuff before you go up to that complicated stuff and go back and refresh your mind because a lot of times we forget about those. Absolutely. You know, it's interesting because I was talking to, my boss and doing this freelance job right now. And she has this interior design company and she's very successful. She's very passionate about it. She just opened up a new office. So right now it's kind of, you know, like we're getting the internet set up and the basic stuff. And she texted me yesterday and she was like, you know, kind of took a, it seemed like things went backwards. We're going to focus on the marketing. And I just said, you know what? It's all going to come together piece by piece. When you look back at it in reflection, it's like it'll. the process is worth it, even though it seems like things might not be happening right now or you're at a standstill or it seems like you're in the very beginning. Once you get to the point where you get want to get to, you're going to look back at all of that and be like, wow, like how am I here now? And then you're going to be on to the next thing. And it's like all these little things that seem frustrating right now or they seem like you know too simple or you feel like you're taking two steps backwards you're not it's all part of the process and I think sometimes we forget to enjoy the process and being present in the process of things when they're happening because we're so focused on getting to a specific place but when you're just kind of grounded like you know what this is all going to come together and I'm going to enjoy this which is easier said than done even the you know, like small things or the things that you don't really want to be doing that aren't enjoyable. That's a piece of the puzzle. But go back to that. What can be enjoyable about it? Maybe if we can make things that seem boring, a little more enjoyable for ourselves, we might enjoy the process more. Well, you mentioned the slow process. And it's kind of funny because that was the previous quote that was on the board uh, that I had the past couple of days where if you only improve 1%, at the end of the year, you're going to be 300% or more and better than where you are at 1% a day. And I know there's 365 days in a year, but I don't want to put that because just like we mentioned, you got to throw those rest days in there. So at 1% a day, at the end of the year, you're going to be 300% better. And I know it is discouraging. Like you said, trust the, trust the process. It can be discouraging when you don't seem to be making that progress, but it's kind of like I've mentioned it before. I don't like that quote of, I just want to be better today than I was yesterday. I, I want to be better today than I was a month ago, or I want to be better in a month than I am today. 
because you do have those waves, those up and downs, the bad days, the days where you do legitimately go backwards. And yeah. you can't, you can't. You do. Yeah. Up. And that's where, and I remember giving uh, friend bass lessons one time and I'll admit I sit behind the drum set or pick up the guitar or the bass and I just play. And I don't really sit down and play the scales. And when I was giving her lessons and I was d- playing the scales with her, it's like, geez, I need to do this more, even though, I mean, I'm sure, I mean, Steve Vai picks up the guitar and plays his scales. I mean, he, he goes through the exercises. I mean, just like anyone, just like any athlete needs to go through their stretches. They can't just go out and, and a football player or a hockey player is not going to just put their gear on, jump onto the field or jump onto the ice and go full speed. They have to do the stretches and prepare. And we always have to make sure that we don't forget that, that foundation and that the basics that built us to where we are. Absolutely. I also feel like it's important to, while do all those things, is also to reward yourself a little bit. You know, when when a kid comes out of the doctor's office, they get their shot, you give them a lollipop, right? And they feel really good. It's like that little pampering that I feel we forget to do sometimes because we're so busy in our lives that when you take a step back, you're like, you know what? I'm going to treat myself to this one thing that I've been really wanting to buy or I'm going to go get a massage or I'm going to go get a pedicure. You feel so good after and you're like, why don't I do that a little bit more? Because that is what's going to kind of boost your energy level. I don't know what it is for you. Like you talked to me about getting massages. How good do you feel after you get a massage? Yeah, I was going to touch on that, that you, that you mentioned that. Um, just like you said, kind of rewarding yourself first off with and if we want to use the the love languages aspect, just the words of affirmation, where just to yourself, just after you make it, you, you have an accomplishment of some sort, whether it's getting your degree, whether it's the first time you ran a mile straight without having to walk, whether you, I mean, Maria hiked Algonquin Mountain up in the Adirondacks of New York, the second highest peak, it cracked her a couple of times. I mean, to the point where she was in tears, I think three times throughout the hike. But when she got down to the bottom, I told her, you realize not many of your friends and definitely not many of your female friends could have done this hike. And you just did it as tough as it was. And you got to give yourself credit. And on the massage thing, I remember going the first time and and talking to the woman I was going to saying, how often do people come? Oh, some people come once a week, some come once a month. And I'm thinking, geez, at $85 a pop to go once a week, they must have a pretty good job. I know I can't do that, but I told myself, you know what? I work 40 hours a week. When I go into work on Monday from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m., that's my hour. That hour is going in the cookie jar and every six weeks I can afford a massage. And it's, it's physically and relaxing and getting the knots out of the muscles. It's, it's emotionally relaxing where you can just kind of like clear your mind and not think of anything. And psychologically, um, the, the woman I was going to at that time was great. She was and obviously good with her hands as far as what she did with her trade. She was also a psych major and she was a leftover hippie. So it was just one of those <laughs> things where I had the perfect blend to just, just have great conversation with her and, it's something that I highly recommend to anyone to go out and, and get regular massages. And when you wonder about justifying the cost, if you work a 40 hour week, Monday from the hour you get in to one hour later, that's, that's your hour. That's the hour you deserve. Put it in the cookie jar. And, and if it breaks down to every six weeks or every eight weeks, or I mean, even if you have a lower paying job and you have to go every 10 weeks and once a quarter, I mean, it, it's, it's worth it. I mean, in, in every sense. 
Definitely, definitely. I, what was the last week? I was, I had a really long week. I'd worked like six days and then I'd gone to my sister's and I'd gone the week before because she was, you know, she was having a baby and I felt so like frustrated with myself because I, I didn't really have that time to recharge for myself. So I was acting a little bit or was being a little snippy or cranky, which there's no excuse for that. It's like I could have responded in a different way. But then the next day I was like, you know what? I'm going to go and I'm going to go get a pedicure and I'm going to just take these couple of hours before I go to work for myself. And I felt so good after Jay. Like I just felt, I was like, I feel good. I love my nails. And it was just that boost of energy that I needed for myself. And it helped ground me. And I think that when we're in a state of groundedness is when we're at our best selves, because that's when you can be more productive, you're more present. And that's when things will flow more in the direction that you want to go in. Whereas if you're just kind of like, oh my God, I have to do this and I have to do that. And I have all these goals and I have all this stuff to do. What are you going to get done in that moment of just panicking versus when you're just feeling at peace? Well, you mentioned kind of like pampering yourself, getting your, your nails done and stuff like that. And we, we talked about in the, the episode <clears throat> of, and who's behind the mask and the different, the different personalities we have and not necessarily a Jekyll and Hive, but just you're going to act different at dinner with grand, your grandparents that you do with your friends out at the bar. You're just, it's just human nature. You're going to act different. So if you are that, that person that likes to put the nice pants and, and the polo shirt on or the nice dress, but you work as an auto mechanic, you're wearing greasy shop clothes all day long. So every now and then it feels good to go out and get your nails done or, or put that nice, those nice clothes on um, or, or on the flip side, if you're that, that attorney that has to wear the, the shirt and tie and, and the business suit or the monkey suit, as they call it. And every day you have to dress prim and proper all the time. You know what? Saturday and Sunday come around and my cousin, he's an attorney. And if you saw him on any given day outside of the office, he's got sweatpants on and his New York giants hat. And you would never guess he was an attorney by the way he dressed because it's like, he has to do that every day. And I remember when my, when I moved in with my father and we're putting his clothes in the closet, my grandmother made a big deal about it because his work uniform was next to his nice suit and he was in the military. So his work uniform, you have the dress uniform, but then you also have the camouflage the BDU. So he's putting these camouflage. I mean, they were clean uniforms, but they, I mean, just that, that, dingy persona of i mean camouflage army war mud and ever and it's next to his nice suit that he would wear to a wedding my grandmother made such a big deal that these don't belong next to your nice suit they don't belong with your good suits and my father's trying to say but this is what i wear to the office some guys wear shirt and tie i wear camouflage and she just saw saw them as being two different things but i mean sometimes to be able to get out of your everyday role and get that other part of you out and is good. And like you said, if you're, if you're constantly running around and, and all, all sweaty, just working and doing this, and then you decide, you know what, today I'm going to pamper myself, put the nice dress and go get my nails done. You deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said before too, I think there are different versions of us and it's not like you're being fake. Cause when you're with your grandparents, you're probably not going to talk the way that you do with your best friends that, you know, at a bar. But I think that that's important too, to be around others or doing things that bring out these versions of ourselves because we have so many layers. But when we're being most authentic 
and you know just going back to the basics again of just getting some time to play because honestly how productive are you going to be if you're just stuck in your head that's how I think that I'm like okay well I have this let's say project to do for example or you have your music how productive do you think you're going to be if you're just in your head versus just inner being like I'm just playing I'm flowing versus like okay what what's the next song I write what what is that going to do for you honestly what is that going to do for you? you're actually just wasting more time doing that right. okay I gotta step back from this what do I need to do that makes me feel good. You know what? I'm going to go make myself a cappuccino or I'm going to go out and get that smoothie. And then you take, you come back and you recenter yourself. And now you can be more productive. Right. Well, that's like, I I mentioned going back to the basics and that foundation of individual aspects. So as a musician, I should play my scales more to, to make sure that the more complicated stuff flows more smoothly or as an athlete i need to do the basic exercises and stretches before i go out and do the run Um, but you're also a a product of all those different components so if we have the table one leg is my musician one leg is my athlete one legs me as a coach one legs me as a, a family man or a friend and if you miss any of those legs the table's gonna fall over so you have to make sure like i said if you're if you're that that auto mechanic that's just and greasy all the time and in a shop and can't get your nails clean ever because you're ripping engines apart and you're just doing that day after day after day. And you're, you also like to put that shirt and tie on and make sure you, you schedule that, that date night with your wife or your girlfriend and put the shirt and tie on and get out there and get that part of you and back in there. And on the flip side, if you're that, that business person that wears the shirt and tie all the time and, put your boots on and, and go for a hike and with your friends and, and, and step in the mud. And my father would kind of joke around. He had those, you'd recognize the type of boots. They're usually brown with the rubber toe and rubber heel. And he'd walk through a parking lot and step in the puddle and just kind of jokes. He looked just like an infantryman. And it's just like little kids stepping in the puddles. But I mean, sometimes it's when you have to be prim and proper all the time to, to walk through the mud is just something fun to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I was just thinking about how sometimes we just need to check in with ourselves, you know, okay. So you have a house, right? You probably clean your house maybe like once or twice a week. And if you didn't clean it, probably get, even if you sweep the dirt under the rug, it's still dirty and you can feel the energy in the house. And you're like, I just don't feel good. If you don't take a break, for yourself from your duties every day how do you expect to have things flow to you and come to you because sometimes I'll have to do that too if I'm having a really bad day or I'm frustrating frustrated I will literally have a conversation with myself I'm like okay what is it that you need right now and break it down why are you feeling this way what is the actual feeling behind this and then when you had a conversation with yourself as you would with a friend who's venting to you you do this kind of self-healing for yourself you're like okay that's all I needed instead of like what's wrong with you you haven't like accomplished this goal or you're already this age and you haven't done this instead of getting to the root of what is actually going on in that moment with yourself and then as you practice that and along with the playfulness because we can play as much as we want but we also have to check in with the things that don't always feel good and we can't sweep that under the rug 
So it's a balance of both. It comes down to balance, I think. Well, you, you touched on, it seems like the rest keeps coming up a, a lot here. Well, you, you touched on that, that rest part and just being able to sit back and when you have to do stuff in the house and you're getting burnt out and, and we talk about rest a lot from, from a a working out standpoint, if you're doing your exercises every day and one day you just don't feel like doing it and not in a skipping or, or quitting aspect, but I'm sore, I'm tired. I had a rough week. I think I need a day of rest. Well, that's the same thing. There could be a, a sunny Saturday afternoon where laundry needs to be done. And you're like, you know what? Today's going to be my rest day. I'm going to go take advantage. Or it could be a day like this where I mean, up in the Northeast, it's 109 degrees with the heat index where it's like, you know what? I'm resting. I'm not mowing the lawn today. It's just one of those things where you need to get that rest in and there's nothing wrong with that. And when you mentioned caring for yourself and also caring for other people, I mean, I, I see it you see that motherly role of the moms always saying my kids come first, my kids come first and running around doing this and doing that and doing this. Well, go back to that massage. I and mean, for the moms out there that might be listening to this, go get that massage, treat yourself, take care of yourself first, because sorry about that. My son is trying to call me from New York. Um, <laughs> somehow the, the iPhone and the Macs link up together. And for some reason it came through on there. But uh, take care of yourself, because if you don't take care of yourself, you won't have the energy to take care of your kids. And so it's, it's not a selfish thing. Your kids have to be your 1A. You have to be your number one, because if you put all your energy in them, by the time you go to take care of yourself, that's where you're going to get hurt or sick. And then you won't be there for them, whether it's I mean, a permanent not be there or a temporary not be there you want to make sure you're strong and healthy enough for them. Yeah, absolutely. That's so important. And I think you touched on it like 100% because how can you give yourself mentally, emotionally, and physically to someone else when you're not taking that time for yourself? How can you give that to someone else when you're not giving it to yourself? It's like what we give to ourselves, we can give to others. It's the same thing as, uh, I remember watching this video about he was talking about, this guy was talking about how we have, let's say one person has a full cup of love versus another person who has like one fourth cup of love. If they're only giving that much love to themselves, how do you expect them to give you a full cup when they're not even giving it to themselves? Whereas a person who's giving themselves a full cup of love is able to give it to you a little bit easier because they do it for themselves first. So if we're not doing it for ourselves, then how can we do it for another person? And another thing that I want to say is, and my friend actually posted this in her story. She posted a poll. She said, how many of you guys celebrate your wins and think about your wins versus thinking about the next goal you have? So looking back on your life, there's a quote that says, uh, remember what you wanted, remember when you wanted what you currently have. And that's something I go back to when I see it. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like, I'm thinking of the next goal, but I'm like, okay, one day at a time, breathe. Like I wanted all these things when I was, let's say like six years old that I saw happening. Now I'm like, okay, well now I want the next thing. And it's like, but now I I should be grateful. I want to be grateful for those wins because when we're in that state of gratitude for even the most simple things, like I'm grateful for my clarity today. 
I'm grateful for my lessons that I've learned and the trials I've had, even the things that didn't seem that good to you. But in reflection, you're like, oh, I really learned a lot from that. When you are grateful for what you have, not only in material things, but inside of yourself, you open up a pathway of attracting more because you're already in a state of gratitude now. And now things are going to flow to you. It's like an energy currency, which is invisible to the physical eye, but it's like we're constantly putting out energy. When you go out to the grocery store, when you go meet a friend, you are coming in with an invisible energy force that you might not even be consciously aware of. And it's going to show up based on how much you're loving yourself and you're appreciating yourself and appreciating what you have currently. And it's going to show up. I can promise you that. You, you haven't met someone and you're like, oh, they just seem so calm. They just seem so grounded. And they haven't even spoken it. Like you sit next to them and you just feel good already. That person is practicing self-love. I think that energy is a little more visible than, than you say. And I understand the, the non-physical aspect of the energy where there's, there's the hyper kid that runs around and there's that type of energy. But yeah. at the same time, I mean, I, at the gym where I'm doing the personal training, you have classes at 6 a.m. So a lot of people are trickling in at quarter of, and you can see the energy that some have and some don't. And this could be a little more of a half asleep versus wide awake and the the aura type of energy you're talking about. But what about the the pregnant women where you always hear, oh, you're glowing. There's that energy that you that's yeah. supposedly invisible, or or the person that just got engaged or or just got their their promotion at work, where you can see it. You can all of a sudden they're standing a little more upright, they're walking around a little more energy, their their eyes are a little wider. So I think sometimes that energy is visible. Um, I think it's also contagious because I can go by whether it's people in the gym that I work with or going to some of my high school athletes. If you have that kid that gave you a hundred percent every day and you got the other kid that gave you 60% every day. And then the one in the middle that when he worked out with the one that gave a hundred percent, he'd give 90%. But when he worked out with the kid that gave 60%, he only gave 70%. His energy was dictated by the people he's around. So you can see cases like that often where, yeah, I mean, like we say, we telling my son, you want to play with musicians that are better than you that's going to help drive you to be better. You want to, you want to work out with someone that's stronger than you. That's going to drive you to be better. Anything you do, don't be embarrassed. Get around people that do it at a higher level. And eventually you're going to push and that energy is going to be to play harder. And that's why, that's why teams that shouldn't beat good teams beat good teams at times because they push harder because they know that team's good. Where when the other team's not so good, they tend to lay back and it bites them in the rear and usually you end up with an L. Yeah, no, absolutely. And like you said, you can get to that level. Like if your kid wants to, you know, accomplish a goal as that sports person, but it has to do with, so on the list of goals you have, I think it's so important to put inner work as a goal, because that is probably the very first thing before you actually see your other goals manifest in the external world is when you are doing the inner work because that's where it starts if you're just focusing on outside stuff and outside goals and like, I just want to do this great that you have those goals but if you're not doing the work inside 
that sometimes can be uncomfortable because inner work isn't comfortable. It's actually very uncomfortable in the beginning. But once you start becoming a channel for yourself, now you have opened up this channel, like you said, the aura of attracting the things you want and you have more clarity. So if you go in with, okay, I've done all this self-healing or I've done all the self-work. Now you have this like clearer way of thinking and that's going to actually help you in your goals that you have, whether it's in career, whether it's in, I want to build a home, I want to get married, whatever it is that you want you, you are the channel. That's the whole secret to it, I think. Now, I know I touch on the the fitness and the sports and stuff like that. And I know you do more of the, the acting and, and that type of stuff. When we talk about like energy and with soccer, we can, we can coach, we say, guys, you got to play harder. You got to run harder. You got to bang bodies harder. You got to do everything harder and faster football, hockey, you can hit each other harder. You can do everything harder where with baseball, it's not really a sport that you do harder. Yeah. You can have that hustle double that ball that would have normally been a base hit. And you get a kid that runs out of the box good and stretches it into a double and, or, or hustling on a play, but it's not one that like aggression can really make you do better. So how do you go into like an acting situation where you're going into an addition? How do you do that? harder? How do you put more energy into it? I know it's more of an emotional energy rather than a, I mean, hyped up physical energy, like, like running harder or something like that. So how would you go into something like that and just, and have more energy into the role? I don't think it's about going harder. Actually. I think it's about calmness within when you're calm you again have a clear way of thinking so if I'm going to roll even if I have to like kill someone in my audition or like I'm supposed to be this evil person now if I myself am like "Mm, I'm just calm right now now things are flowing through me whatever my intention is because inside I have this like floaty calmness feeling so now I can my intention can be whatever because I have clarity and I'm not trying to do something rather I'm being it. So whatever, whether I'm supposed to be like all uppity and happy, or I'm supposed to be really serious. I think it totally starts with calmness and awareness. And that's like the number one thing, because when you have that calmness, like, have you ever been in a situation where things around you are escalating or two people are in like a fight and they're just screaming at each other and you're just sitting there and you could easily escalate into the situation because you feel this energy from everybody else or you can be the person that stays calm and be like okay guys take a deep breath how can we fix this rather than escalating with them now you have more of a clearer perception of the situation because you are not matching that energy whereas they're not even they're not calm at all they're just like yelling at each other, what is that going to do? You're just going to escalate, right? With everybody else. So it comes back to you. Well, that's one, uh, of, the one of the situations I removed. That's, that's one of the situations I kind of removed myself from the old job. The, uh, the owner of the company had, had his particular way of talking to people, which wasn't always on the most professional level. And, uh, yeah. and I never raised my voice to him. I never swore at him, never spoke to him in a derogatory way. And like you said, it, it could have very easily, other guys did. If he, if, yeah. he, if he dished it out, they dished it back. I was more the, uh, 
just the the polar opposite, which sometimes I think got under his skin just a little more. Um, but eventually, like I said, it got to the point where it was enough is enough. And I, I, I went to where I'm valued more um, than where I was there. Uh, you mentioned kind of like with the roles, though, that it's not always about the energy. It's kind of like instead of acting the role, more be in the role. I know yeah. a couple of things I've seen, like some behind the scenes things from the movie Miracle, which is about the 1980 U.S. hockey team that beat Russia. They first off, they auditioned hockey players to play the main characters, not actors. They said, we can teach hockey players how to act. We can't teach actors how to skate. And they didn't want to use stunt doubles. So they had the actors come in and they said from the entire production of the movie, they no longer went by their given name. They used their character's names. So even if, even if they took break and they went out to lunch, they were referring to each other as the character they were playing in the movie. Yeah. And and that's one of the things like where you talk about, I mentioned aggressive sports, now it's my wife calling. They should know that I do this by now. It's almost been a year. Uh, it's, I, I mentioned like football and baseball or football and hockey and, and the more aggressive sports, you can put that energy into it. I teach all my archers that this is one game where game speed is slower, where you need to relax. You need to be at that pace. Otherwise, if you go too quick, two-thirds through the tournament, you won't have any energy left. There's a difference between going and shooting 100 arrows in an hour-long practice and then shooting a 60-arrow tournament that takes you two and a half to three hours to shoot. If you don't learn how to play at that pace, you're going to wear yourself out. And there, there is definitely a mind game with that. And like you said, being in the moment. Yeah, and I just want to point something out because your son called and your, your wife called. So, and you just talked about the present moment. So this is when things happen is when you're actually in the present moment. So when you're thinking about, oh, I want to attract more coaching clients or I want to attract more, you know, of this, and you're constantly thinking about it, you're actually resisting it. And in the moment that you're actually present with whatever it is you're doing, that's when that thing comes. So you, of course, you love your wife and your son, but you weren't just thinking about them in this present moment and they're calling you. It's like when it that happens in life it's like life happens when you're busy making other plans and it's like that one thing that you've been wanting and you've been waiting on actually I promise you I can promise you it will happen the moment you aren't even thinking about it because you planted the seed and you let now you've let go right because you're aware and you're in a different moment you're enjoying yourself that's when all those things that you want that you've worked you set your mind to that's the moment they will come is actually the moment you're not thinking about that because you're in a different state of mind you're in a present you're in a state of awareness and you're present in this very actual moment therefore your energy is so open and in flow that you're like oh wait I've been waiting for a month for this email I've been waiting a month for this client and then you're just like how did that happen that that is the key well, that's, I, I know someone who's, who's close to me that uh, the, the couple was trying to get pregnant. Couldn't happen. They started going into the process of adopting. They got right up to the point where they're ready to pick the, the child that they want to adopt. And she ended up getting pregnant. It's like all of a sudden, I don't want to say she gave up on the other thing, but she relaxed. She was no yeah. longer trying to force it and, and, and push for it. And, and it just now it happened. 
yeah there's no resistance there she's like okay well you know what it's it's not it's and this is easier said than done it's being in a place of non-attachment to a specific outcome and believing in it with every fiber of your being because when you believe in something it's like an intuition um it's where you can't make logical sense out of it where you just have a knowing of it now you just had to stop focusing on it because like you said she was relaxed and she was in a place of non-resistance and she was about to go another route and that's when it happened and that is probably the hardest thing to do because our human mind is just very analytical and always overthinking or second guessing whereas that quiet voice that is the most authentic voice you have the intuition which actually there's been I was actually reading an article yesterday where they were talking about like how military oh god I hope our our phone isn't gonna be tapped now our zoom call but where they're talking about how they actually um believe in that and a lot of them it's like a ripple effect so when one person was like walking over like dead bodies for example like it affected the other army members where they were also like feeling intuitive so they talk a lot about this and there's like a lot of scientific research going on right now which is probably not you're not going to see it on the news so much but there is some sort of extrasensory perception that we have that's such an innate quality in us that we forget to tap into sometimes yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of, I don't know if it's skills or or talents or like you said, just abilities that people have that, and you talk about psychics and we talk about, I mean, like you said, being able to feel what someone else or, or the people that say they, they can summon the dead and talk to you, I mean, your, your deceased grandparents and stuff like that. And and so many people sit back and just say, no, that's not real. That's not real. That's not real. But then at the same time, I mean, I've seen hypnotists go to the high school where I coached and look at some of the athletes and the stuff that they end up doing on stage. And, and I mean, not anything embarrassing that would have really embarrassed them, but enough that, I mean, where they're, I mean, and dance around like a ballerina or something like that. And you got the big tough kid that's doing it and stuff like that. So when you, when we argue that some of this stuff doesn't exist, but then in the same time, it seems to happen right in front of us. I mean, how can, how can you argue it at that point? Yeah. And with like hypnosis, like you were talking about, I, I always tell my clients, they're like, Oh, I feel so good. Like, I feel like I'm floating. I'm like, that's you. I was like, I'm your, just your GPS. You just did that on yourself. So it's like people have the ability where they go in this trance like state where you think somebody's actually hypnotizing you while you're actually doing it on yourself because your mind is so powerful and you're not in that state in that when you're in that state you're like so relaxed that you think someone else is putting you in a trance but you're actually putting yourself in a trance because how can that happen somebody else can't do that for you without you actually also doing it on yourself and you're you might just not be like consciously aware of it you might think that somebody else is doing it but it's you you are a huge part of it it's an energy exchange well i mean i think we touched on a lot of different things and and as much as we talked about this being like going back to the basics we we kind of talked about checking in at every level checking in at at the basics also on the far end of it giving yourself credit for 
I mean, the extreme accomplishments you've made and, and, and everything in between. And, and I, I think at all levels, we need to check in. We do need to go back to the basics and always make sure our foundation is strong on whatever we do, whether it's our career, whether it's our family, whether it's a hobby, go back to the, to the basics and, and play those simple scales and, and work on those simple, I'll say simple, but communication skills with, with your loved ones and, and friends and stuff. And, and then to the end of checking in and, and giving yourself credit for the accomplishments you've had and, and what's your feeling on that in terms of checking in to, to pretty much wrap up the show and, and how do you feel you need to check in at every different level from the basics to the extreme accomplishments? Well, actually, I want to end this from my side with a challenge for everyone, including us, you and me, Jay, which is for the next 24 hours, go without complaining. Now, when you catch yourself complaining, stop yourself and think of what you're grateful for in that moment. And I want to see how you feel tomorrow with with doing this exercise. And for those of you listening, I know it's gonna be really hard because as human beings, we just complain, even if it's the small stuff like, oh, that person in front of me cut me off or they're they're annoying, they're driving slow. Just stop yourself and just be like, okay, what am I grateful for instead in this moment? And I just wanna do this exercise because this was given to me. And I remember how I was like, oh my God, wow, this is, we complain a lot because going 24 hours without complaining is a lot more difficult than you think it is because you won't realize how much you complain until you actually do it. Do I have to do, this for myself? Do I have to do that today or can I wait till we actually air the uh, episode and prepare? Whatever for you it? want. It's up to you, but I'm going to try to do it today. I'm, I'm almost wondering what, what would, I mean, for you and I, we're recording this now where the episode won't be released until actually next weekend. Um, yeah. Because I'm, I'm away next week, but it's one of those things where, it almost feels like you'd have to prepare for it. I mean, I think it's more of a challenge to say, okay, starting now, between now and 1 p.m. tomorrow, you can't complain with with no preparation. I mean, there can be times where you can go around and the things that you complain about, the the clothes and the dishes, you take care of them. So now they're not there for you to complain about. And But you don't have to I mean, prepare I, yourself. This is why no, you know no, it's I hard. Know, but, why you're like, oh, I have to prepare but I, myself. Wondering, no, you don't have to prepare yourself. I, I'd love to have people, if, if you take this challenge to the listeners, and see, see how much you notice. I'd love to see the comp comments on the episode, uh, either on Facebook or Instagram or right on the SoundCloud thing. Um, just if you do this exercise, write back and see how you did with it. Let us know that whether or not you you recognized how much you complained, or how many times you stopped yourself, or how many times it broke through and you still complained. Yeah, I, I like that challenge, but. Yeah, so remember just to check in on yourself at all different levels from and making sure your foundation's strong and, and to the extreme of giving yourself uh, credit when, when you do have accomplishments. And thank you for listening and we'll see you next week. Hey guys, Coach Jay here. And as you've heard on the podcast, Shooty and I have multiple projects that we're working on. And I'd like to mention one of Shooty's other projects, Hey Beauty Mag. Discover how to reset and rejuvenate your mind to live the best life with women who are no longer afraid to share their failures that lead to success. Check them out on Instagram at HeyBeautyMag, that's H-E-Y-B-E-A-U-T-I-M-A-G, or check them out at HeyBeautyMag.com. Shift Mindset Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. 
While the suggestions, strategies, and practices we have given have been proven successful for our personal use as well as clients we have worked with, these recommendations should not supersede instructions given by any licensed professionals, including but not limited to your primary care physician and mental health professionals. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today for the PowerShift Mindset Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at The PowerShift Mindset, and also visit thepowershiftmindset.com. Thanks again for listening to The PowerShift Mindset.